Speakers Corner, Broadcast and Podcast. Time is a gift. How are you spending yours? Over the average lifespan of 80 years, people will spend 20 years sleeping and 18 years watching television. That's almost half your life. When you consider the time you spend shopping, driving, eating and working, what's left? What priorities are most important to you today? What priorities will be most important to you tomorrow? What if you only had a year to live? A month? A week? One day? What if you only had three minutes to live? What would be most important to you then? Throughout this outreach radio series called Three Minutes to Live, you'll be on the streets with our TCC radio reps listening to real-time gospel conversations and learning how to witness with urgency. We are all just one heartbeat away from eternity. Where will you spend yours? Well, let's get this show on the road and find out. In the studio and on the street with the Cross Current Radio Show. So it's Jeff with the Cross Current. I'm speaking with a couple named... Kevin. Kevin and... Crystal. Crystal. I just want to know, what do you spend, uh, or what are the kind of things that you spend most of your time doing? Watching TV, working, going to school. (laughs) Homework, Um, yeah. (laughs) Okay. What things would you consider to be top priorities uh, in your life? School and work, I guess. Each other. Yeah. um, For sure. Family. Do you expect these priorities to change at any point in your life? Not the family one. No. uh, And probably not work. School, I guess, uh, will turn into work, right? uh, We'll probably get different priorities as we get older. Like, if we decide to get married and children, like, those will become our main priorities. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. You're right on track there. Okay. Um, So, as I said, we're at Spiritual Speakers Corner, and this special is actually called Three Minutes to Live. Have you ever been with somebody uh, who who only... Have you ever been part of that in your life... They've only had a few minutes to live, or it was sort of their last day, or whatnot. My my grandparents. Yeah. Both of them. Like okay. the last time, you know, when you're a kid, you go up and you see them. They lived far, far away, so um, you know, went up to see them for the last time, and okay. pretty much you know what the what's coming. Right. So. Could be any time. Exactly. Okay. What about you, Crystal? Have you ever had been a part of that? I know um, you're pretty young, so. I'm pretty. Like, my family isn't very close, and they all live, mm. like, in Pembroke, so, no, I really haven't experienced that. Okay. However, though, um, like, my best okay. friend, he actually killed himself, and uh, so I guess, like, yeah. we were just talking about the other day that, uh, you know, I saw him for the last time, and I didn't know he, you know, only had a few hours to live, but uh, he did, he did. <laughs> so it's like, I didn't know to So that was that a suicide? Time, but, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I'm so sorry to... Oh, wow. Yeah. But the, univer- or the anniversary's just coming up. Okay. So. Oh man. Okay. So sort of, sort of on your mind the last few days. Absolutely. It's been on his mind a lot. Yeah. Especially around his birthday. It happens to fall on his birthday. It's a bad time. You know, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw this in there. From where I'm coming from on this side of the mic, this happens more times than not. I don't, you know, I really believe, and I could probably say this in about ten minutes, that our meeting tonight might not be an accident. You may have questions. You may have thoughts that are swimming around in your head. 
And you know what? You just met some guy with a microphone, but wanted to have a spiritual conversation. So, what are your feelings about that whole scenario, though? Um, you know that they've got three minutes to live, or it's very close, and you've already shared something pretty personal. But what what, what do you think about that whole scenario? Well, I guess, you know, most people are probably trying to figure out what's going to happen, ah, right? So, yeah. I mean... Top uh, priorities, right? Yeah, you wonder where that person's <laughs> going, right? And uh, yeah. especially with something like suicide, so many people say, you know, you go to hell if you commit suicide, but right. um, I don't see how, you know, that's a personal thing, right? So that person decided to do that, and they ended, you know, the gift that is life, and... Uh, right. They chose to do that, right? So why should they really be punished after that, too? But uh, so okay. I don't know. Yeah. What about I you, think, Crystal? What's I think it? it'd be just like a really a... sad and hard thing, like to face. Like it'd be really like depressing. I think thinking, knowing that that person could die at any minute, it would be really sad. Like, yeah. yeah. I personally haven't experienced it, but really emotional. Tough. Yeah. Really emotional yeah. and tough. You're right. And it'd be hard to deal with. It's like you. Yeah. I can't even give you. Uh, something that I would yeah. be thinking about at that time because I yeah. have no idea it would be such a hard thing and it, and it's it's fa- it, it's sort of personal in my life too like my wife her mom had a very serious stroke last year and we were faced with that over a month or so and there I remember the night she passed away and we were all there and it was literally you know minutes or half an hour and you're right tough yeah. emotional I had, well, my dad was really sick, and he almost, like, died right in front of me. Like, he was an alcoholic, and Mm. he had jaundice, and we were in the hospital, and he was, like, really close to dying. Like, it was a really close call. I was just overwhelmed with, like, sadness, and it felt unrealistic. Like, I didn't think it was really happening, so. Because you know they're not coming back, right? That's the biggest thing. And it's hard to believe that, yeah. You know that that's the last time you ever, you know, talk to them. That's right. And it's hard to make that a reality yeah okay Uh, in terms of your priorities then keeping that in context what do you think would be the most important to you if you only had three minutes to live would that change things probably the work thing would be out the door right like what what do you think how would if you only had three minutes what would be top priority and you touched on a little bit kev but i guess flesh that out you know just trying to figure out you know guess what happens from here right okay will you ever see your family again you know you don't know those things huge questions what would you be thinking oh i would just want to be with my family and with kevin and make sure everyone that i love is near right okay do each of you have a belief in god yeah Yeah, i think so yeah i can see this emotional for you kev (laughs) And, and I, you know what? I really thank you for your humility and chatting with us. I think this is really cool. And uh, you know what? You have a belief in God. So let's just reverse it a little bit. If I, if I only... We'll, we'll both do this each way, and then I thank you for your time and everything. But if, if I had three minutes to live and I didn't know what was sort of around the corner or whatnot, what would you, what would you, what would you tell me? You know, I want to get right with God. What, what would you tell me? It's an important question, right? I mean, my, my grandpa was, you know, an Anglican minister, and uh, he basically said, you know, if you've done more good things than bad things, then your legacy is kind of, not more good things than bad things, but, you know, your legacy is kind of what okay. defines you. So if, you know, you've touched other people's lives, then when you go, that's what you're going to be remembered for. So. Okay. Okay. What about you, Crystal? What would you have in mind 
to say to me? Well, I would think you'd want to, like, contact all the people you love and yeah. just spend your last time with those people that mean the most to you. Right. And that's hard to do in three minutes, but, yeah, I, but I, get, I get what yeah. your point is. So I get what your point is. I think that would be the most important things. things, right? Yeah. In the last three minutes, I wouldn't think. You know, you wouldn't be thinking about yourself so much as... Yeah. Just wanting to, to say goodbye else. to your loved ones. Yeah. So, Kev, you mentioned earlier on about hell, heaven. Right. Um, you believe those places exist? Uh, Can I, don't thought that? I don't want to sometimes. You know, I, I, I hear you. That's a heavy thought, right? Because if you had yeah. any teaching about right. heaven, that's one thing. But if you have some teaching or understanding about hell, that's one thing, too. That, right. That's some that's some brutal stuff. Purgatory sounds, but, you know. It, man, it that doesn't exist, like, so. Exactly. <laughs> it, it seems like it's the nicest thing, but it, it's not. You know, it's just made for people to, you know, get away with sinning, really. Yeah. But I think what, what I'd share with you, and this is what, it's sort of a takeaway, and I just want to get your feedback after, because you guys have been awesome tonight. And this I, this has been really a privilege for me to, to talk to you guys. I'm glad we bumped into each other. But I was in the same camp, sort of you know what, if I do the more good things than bad things, God's going to say, you know what, you tried your best, come on in, sort of thing. But then I realized that the God that created everything, first of all, I'm so puny and small, and he's so big, but he's not just so big, he's so holy and perfect and righteous. And and I would tell you, I would say, the creator of this world gave us uh, his creation to prove that there's a God. He gave me a conscience to let me know, like that inner voice, to let me know when I, I know I'm sinful or I'm doing wrong things. I know I'm doing that yeah. and I'm choosing it yeah. and I'm doing the wrong thing. I know that. Yeah. And then... Science can't explain, right? Those intangibles, right? Those you got are the it. things that have always made me think, I can't just write off religion or God because, yes, you, you know, that so stuff right. is never going to be scientifically You can explained. go to my three-year-old... Yeah. And he knows when it's wrong to tell a lie to his mommy, yeah, right? Exactly. right? No. He feels shame. He's right. embarrassed. He, he, he knows. He feels that yuckiness. <clears throat> so then to further give evidence, this isn't, doesn't have to be proof, but to give really substantial evidence, God himself said, you know what? I used 40 different authors over 1,500 years, and I wrote a book. Right. Now, we call that those right. the Bible. And if you go and search the scriptures, you get to know this God really intimately and personally. And he is a God that, you know what, he cannot be with sin. He cannot just dismiss it either. Yes, he's loving and holy and righteous and kind, but the Bible says he's also just. And he's a just judge. And he will judge you and me in holiness. And if you think about it, how many lies have you told in your life? Have you ever stolen anything regardless of value? Uh-huh. That makes you a thief yeah. and a liar in yeah. his sight. You don't have to say, but you've probably used his name as a curse word a time or two, or probably yeah. more. Without thinking sometimes It's that. true, yeah. but you still chose those words mm-hmm. instead of Hitler's name. You used yeah. your God, right? right? It's true, because other people Gives it context, right? Head, yeah. So if you add up all those... The Bible says that is sin, and the, yeah. the wages of sin is death, right? We're not going to live forever like this because we've sinned and the punishment is death now the bible says that god will judge us on that day after we've died and to be a just judge on the seat in the courtroom of heaven he's going to say you know what i have to find you guilty because you've broken all the laws i have to and the punishment for that is hell for eternity because he's an infinite and holy god it's going to take an infinite, eternal time to pay it back in your own, right. for your own yeah. sins. Does that make sense so far? It's yeah. very heavy. Right. So it begs the question, 
If that's true, if you were found guilty, would that concern you? If God found yeah. me to yeah. be an unholy person? Yeah. yeah. Well, well yeah. It, it, to send you to hell for eternity. Right. That would concern you, right? Oh, yeah. I, I get that, just from our conversation. And that's Can what you... has always, you know, kind of made me... I don't know, I've been to Baptist church before. I've yep. been to, you know, I've been to a lot of different sure. um, churches. And it's like, um, you know, when you're called a just told you know you're scorning every day you're you're sinning um you know you'll go to hell for this like i just you know you sort of a ho-hum it, it's kind of it i don't know sometimes it turns you the other way because it's like how can okay. i fix this you know what i mean yeah. if it's that was gonna be my next face, question right? that's gonna be my so, next question yeah. you've been on the street with the cross current radio show we'll get you back for the conclusion of the conversation in a few but first Here's how you can partner in the gospel with us. Hi, I'm Corey McKenna, president of The Cross Current. Will you help here, H-E-A-R, at home with us? Thanks to ministry partners like you, we were able to send me into the field full-time on July 1st. But to equip more Christians online and to engage more non-Christians on air, we need your support to pray Give and go with us. Visit helphere.ca. There's nothing that you and I can do to fix this deal. We, we've we sinned so hugely, and the list is like a million long. It's Think, like what you said when somebody does a crime, like today, they right. go to court, and right. like, they can't, they're going to go to jail, regardless, because right. they already did the crime, no matter how sorry they are, right. they're going to Because the judge jail. is going to say, you should be sorry. You're guilty, though. You're yeah. guilty. But I have to uphold the law. But here is the beauty and the love that God, the real living God, extends to you, Kevin, extends to you, Crystal. And the time isn't right after you die. It's all this time before your time is up. And that's why I don't think this is a coincidence that we meet tonight. I want you to really think about this. Do you know what God did so that when we are judged by him, because we're all going to die, you'd agree with me there. Yes. Do you know what God did so that we would not have to go to hell? Okay, because this is very key, and I really want you to take it to heart. 2,000 years ago, God himself made a way to dismiss your court case legally, and but lovingly. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, born of a virgin. Okay, God took on flesh. That's right. Jesus lived a perfect light. John the Baptist said, here comes uh, God's perfect lamb, sinless, to take uh, the sinless one to take away the sins of the of the earth. So what he did at age about 30 to 33, he went and sacrificed. Jesus said, no one takes my life from me. I lay it down for you. And he was murdered and tortured and crucified on a cross. Holy God, holy man. 100% man, 100% God. I don't get how that is, but Jesus claimed to be God in the flesh. He dwelt among us. So when he said it is finished on that cross, he was saying paid in full. The sins that Kevin committed, I've just taken God's wrath on me on this cross for him. So that if you repent of your sins, have you ever heard of that word before? Change of mind, change of heart, change of direction, I should say. Turn from your sins, forsake your sins, and trust in what Christ did on behalf of you. Believe it in your whole heart that that to be true, God will forgive you 
all sins, past, present, future. I'm a person in recovery, so I mean, turning your will over to God, I mean, as much as I didn't you want to believe a higher power, um, I don't know. I Have you tried the other far. things? It doesn't exactly. work, right? I've tried them all. I hear you. For years, Dude. and they never, exactly. I, 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 I understand you totally. Just saying what will be will be is the only way that really... But yeah. where we get mixed up, Kevin, this is the key part, is that, because you'll, you'll find in the Bible it there was a, a, a really scholarly religious person named Nicodemus that asked Jesus, how do I get to heaven? Right. And Jesus said, you must be born again. And we hear that, you know, you mentioned a Baptist church. I'm not going to pick yeah. on them, yeah. but I'm just saying you need to be born again. You got to be born again. I really believe that what he meant was be born again spiritually. Right. And God is the only one that can do that. Now, in his kindness and love and wisdom and creativity, he uses people to share the gospel he gives you his word he gives you radio evangelists and he gives you ministers of the gospel so that you can hear how to get to heaven and then you have to respond because here's the deal jesus did his part on the cross and then he rose again and that's amazing because he's alive no other man-made up religion or god exists for one thing but they're all dead jesus is alive but he asks you to repent and put your trust solely in christ for your salvation not on trying to be a good person. Do you see what I'm saying? That's different from the Anglican teaching? From that Anglican minister, I should say. There's nothing we can do good. It's all God. God Absolutely. Because when you die, then when he judges you, Crystal, he's not seeing your sin list. He's seeing Christ has all of Crystal and Kevin's sins and Jeff's, but you have all his blood, and God's like, oh, paid in full I love you you're my children you're adopted into my family that is the hugest and you can live eternally and that's the truth and the Bible also says and this blew me away but God does not lie and he is faithful to give you a new heart with new desires to help you because here's the deal are we still going to stumble and and sort of mess up and and have those thoughts and make mistakes yeah but it's going to be different now instead of choosing and premeditating to do it you'll have the spirit dwelling within you and you can be re- more repentive and remorseful and say, you know what? Ugh. I'm trying to do that. So here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, you can't earn your way yeah. to heaven. That's the key yeah. to this. But if you respond with with humility, mm-hmm. brokenness, and I've seen that in our conversation tonight, just with yeah. your emotions and the tears and stuff, yeah. do business with God and, and don't put it off for a day yeah. because you don't, you know... No. Two weeks ago, we buried a 16-year-old boy from an apartment fire. We don't know when it's going to happen. And you, you've experienced that firsthand, right? Yeah. And there's nothing more important than where you'll spend eternity. Yeah. And yeah, you're battling, dude, and I, that, that's amazing, that's great. But it's such a high bar that God has given us and that we can't keep it. We have to depend on Jesus Christ for our only way to salvation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, I, I definitely... Uh... Do you have a Bible at home? Yeah. You do? Because I want to I give you a little challenge some some reading tonight. It'd take you like two minutes. If you turn to the middle of your Bible, you'll see the Psalms and Psalm 51. Have you ever heard of King David, uh, David and Goliath? Yeah. That whole story? Right. David grew up and blew it in one night, broke all the Ten Commandments against God. And this was a man after God's own heart, right? The Bible said but he cheated with his friend's wife. She got pregnant. He had her husband murdered to cover it up. 
But Psalm 51 is David's prayer of repentance, not to a minister, not to me, or not to any man, but to God. Straight up, dude. Yeah. Straight up. He's saying, I haven't sinned against fellow man. I've sinned against the holy God. Will you please forgive me? And I hope you've noticed tonight, you know, we don't... This isn't something I can help you with as far as, you know, prepare a speech for God. This, this has to be business one-on-one. You and God. You and God. And, and I would really hope that you give this some thought tonight. And when you become forgiven, born again, that's a promise that God will... The angels rejoice when you turn from your sins. That that's huge. That's my. That's right. why I'm out here. That's why we have the radio show. Facing your moral inventory, right? I mean, it's just, dude, that's the thing, right? That's it's what, hard, dude. You know, but you know what? If you said, if you call me tomorrow, and you said, "Man, I did I did business with God. I really believe something happened here. I I, I believe I'm forgiven. But I have this thing that I want to like pour out all this garbage." If you're with a body of believers, if you're in a good church that's teaching the Bible, right. don't ever be ashamed. Don't ever, because I that now that's my story, man. You don't want to see my video, but I remember a day when I heard this message. It was eight years ago, and I was like, I'm too embarrassed. I don't want to deal with this. I don't. But that's why the Bible says that when you confess your sins to a holy God and He forgives you. You are free in Jesus Christ, like no other. You can go to counseling and nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. But it's that spiritual, you're right, you know. It's that, 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 that filth that we are as sinners that Jesus took upon himself. It's the most amazing, loving thing that's ever happened. So please, please think about that. And, uh, Psalm 51. I'm gonna. I'll give you something when I turn this off. But one last thing. I don't want you to be wigged out or whatnot. But I. I just thought this was a really great conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you mind if I prayed for you? Yeah, absolutely. Are you. Are you okay with that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's. Let's just stand here and pray. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for tonight. I. I. I'm just blown away every time that uh, something like this happens, and it's all of you, God. I thank you for Kevin. I thank you for Crystal, and I thank you for your amazing gift of grace that what Christ did is our only means of salvation yet you did it anyways and thank you for Jesus I ask that this makes sense to them that they will search this out themselves through your word not from some guy with a microphone but that they will search it out answer the questions that you would re- that you would call them to you father and that it, uh, you would save them tonight father that they would be born again and uh, adopted children into the family of god thank you god thank you for jesus christ and i thank you for kevin and crystal that they would repent put their trust in christ and live forever thank you in jesus name amen thanks guys personal uh let's get personal uh and make sharing your faith a part of every day. Welcome to Let's Get Personal, a 60-second sample of personal witness training with the cross current. Who do you say that Jesus is? This simple question Jesus asked his friends is the same question we can ask our friends to get a conversation started about him. After your friend shares their opinion, why not open scripture and share what God says about himself? Because sharing God's word is the goal of all 
personal witness. And that's just a glimpse of how TCC can help you and your church normalize sharing Christ in all your personal relationships. Personal. For more wow. personal witness center training, visit thecrosscurve.com. Hi, this is Ray Comfort. You're listening to the Cross Current Radio Show. Hi, this is Corey McKenna, host of the Cross Current Radio Show. This series, Three Minutes to Live, is all about urgency and the gospel. The urgency of non-Christians hearing the gospel, like in that previous street segment, but also the urgency of Christians sharing the gospel, like in this last studio segment. At the end of each episode, I'm taking three minutes to share with you, Christian, quick tips for being an everyday evangelist for Jesus Christ. Quick tip number one was live every day in light of eternity. And here's quick tip number two. Pray and read the word every day. Now, you might be thinking, pray and read the word every day. Isn't that obvious? Yes, it is. So obvious, in fact, that evidently many who profess Christ as Lord totally miss it by not doing it. And so I want to take just a few minutes to consider why praying and reading the Word every day is vital for both knowing Christ and making Christ known in your life and witness. In Acts chapter 4, Peter and John are arrested, imprisoned, and threatened by the Jewish council for preaching the gospel. And when they were released, they went to the other believers to report the threats of opposition. Their first response? Prayer. They urgently lifted their voices together to God and prayed, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. Key point, Christian, prayer is always to be a first response, not a last resort. And the account tells us that they recite God's Word, pray through God's Word, and then, by the Holy Spirit, apply God's Word to stand against this vicious opposition to preaching God's Word. And here's the wrap-up and result of praying and pleading God's Word back to Him. Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your Word with all boldness. And when they had prayed... The place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Christian, this Holy Spirit urgency and unction only comes as we commit ourselves to praying and reading God's word every day. God's word is the sword of the Spirit. Hold it tight, handle it well, and herald it by the prayer power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks again for listening to the Cross Current Radio Show. You can access this podcast online at tccradio.com and our discipleship site at thecrosscurrent.com. I'm Corey McKenna in the studio and on the street, keeping the cross current in our culture. Hi, I'm Corey McKenna, president of the Cross Current. Will you help hear H-E-A-R at home with us? Thanks to ministry partners like you, we were able to send me into the field full-time on July 1st. But to equip more Christians online and to engage more non-Christians on air, 
We need your support. To learn how to pray, give, and go with us, visit helphear.ca. That's H-E-L-P-H-E-A-R dot C-A. We thank God for you and your partnership in His gospel.